Hello, this is Pastor Nathaniel, and you're listening to the Edda Talk for the Eddie Walk Podcast. Here you'll find messages meant to edify and encourage God's people in the maturity, purity, and unity that comes from following Christ. From devotional thoughts to sermons from our Sunday morning services, my prayer is that the time you spend listening to this podcast will help you grow closer to our Lord and also lead you to loving others like He loves us. Let's get right to it. We're in a series that I've entitled, Living Life in Him. This is the third message of that series. It all started with the baptism two weeks ago. In baptism, we are buried with Christ and raised to life in Him. And just in case you did not hear the announcement this morning, Harvest Dinner, Friday, November 12th, 6 p.m. And I know they teach this in Preaching 101. Don't talk about food in the Sunday morning service. But I'm looking forward to the dark meat on that turkey. Thanksgiving is my favorite holiday. I never used to like sweet potatoes, and I don't know why. Because you know, sometimes the Ferguson house, it's made with marshmallows on top. That's how mom does it. And the homemade rolls... My favorite, this may be your favorite too, is the turkey gravy. You've probably heard me mention before, refer to it before, liquid gold. (laughs) Pumpkin pies aren't bad, but man, I like to make a pile of mashed potatoes with a deep pond. And then fill it till it overflows. Hang on, folks. We're going to share in communion in just a little bit. Now, in describing that meal that we look forward to, Listen to a word in the scripture I'm about to read, or listen for a word in the scripture I'm about to read that I think you just heard. Colossians chapter 2. We're going to read verses 6 to 10 together. And if you're able, would you stand in reverence to God's word? Colossians chapter 2, verse 6. So then, just as you received Christ Jesus as Lord, 
continue to live in Him. Rooted and built up in Him. Strengthened in the faith as you were taught. And overflowing with thankfulness. See to it that no one takes you captive through hollow and deceptive philosophy, which depends on human tradition rather than the basic principles of this world. I misread that. I was thinking too much about my voice cracking. Let's go back to that verse. Verse 8. It's important for next week. See to it that no one takes you captive through hollow and deceptive philosophy, which depends on human tradition and the basic principles of this world rather than on Christ. For in Christ, all the fullness of the deity lives in bodily form. And you have been, you have been given fullness in Christ, who is the head over every power and authority. Lord, we thank you this morning that you have been given power over every power and authority in this world. With that in mind, Lord, may we submit to your authority in all things. And Lord, we give you thanks this morning for being such a wonderful leader to follow, to have guide us, who set such a wonderful example for us on this earth. Lord, thank you for your word and the authority it has in our lives. And may you continue to bless us as I preach from your word and we spend a few minutes here before communion. And Lord, may we open our hearts and our ears to your word and allow it to do its work along with your spirit. And I pray these things in your name, Jesus. Amen. You may be seated. Do you hear it there? That word, overflowing. And what are we to overflow with? Thankfulness. Thankfulness. I don't know about you, but more often than not, I notice when people aren't thankful, take it personally. Put it in my register. That's not what we're supposed to do. We're supposed to overflow with thankfulness. We go back to Jesus. That's a a good person to go back to every time. And He taught us about thankfulness in Luke chapter 17. And it's funny. 
funny what we're going to get to in this chapter on Pastor Appreciation Day. It's kind of ironic. And thank you. It's much appreciated. And thank you for the recognition on behalf of Pastor Denny and myself. But when Jesus talks about thankfulness for what we do, He talks about servanthood. And you got to be careful nowadays, huh? In this politically correct world, when you talk about servant or slavery, we're reminded that's a bad thing because of history. And I agree. It was not a good thing. However, from our perspective, we are called to be like Jesus. And what did Jesus come to do? He didn't come to be served. He came to serve. And then Paul takes it a step further. He acknowledges how we're not to be slaves to sin, but slaves to righteousness. So that others who are slaves to sin now may know the freedom that's in Christ. So here, we go to Words of Jesus that are often overlooked. Luke chapter 17, verse 7. Suppose one of you has a servant plowing or looking after the sheep. Would he say to the servant when he comes in from the field, come along now and Sit down to eat. Would he not rather say, Prepare my supper, get yourself ready, and wait on me while I eat and drink? After that, you may eat and drink. There was a lot expected from servants, wasn't there? They were expected to continue to serve. Verse 9. Would he thank the servant because he did what he was told to do? Most likely that person in charge of the service would not. That was just expected of the servant. Verse 10, So you also, he's talking to his disciples, so you also, when you have done everything you were told to do, should say, We are unworthy servants. We have only done our duty. You see the humility that Jesus is teaching us? We do our duty. Not looking for the thank you. And I testify and thank you this morning because the thank you is nice, isn't it? The thank you is wonderful. But we don't do it for the thank you. We do it because we love Jesus. Because He did it. Because that's what He's called us to do. And just a side note on the service. If you're not serving somewhere to do something, man, you're missing out on the growth there is in serving. Let's move on. Verse 11. Luke chapter 17. 
Now, on his way to Jerusalem, Jesus traveled along the border between Samaria and Galilee. As he was going into a village, ten men who had leprosy met him. Now, let's just talk about leprosy back in Jesus' day. Many of you may already know this. Leprosy was a terrible disease. Still is. There's still some cases of leprosy in the world. Nowadays, with modern medicine, it can be treated with antibiotics. But, not everyone has those resources. They didn't have those resources back in Jesus' day. And leprosy is a pretty nasty disease. Nowadays, it's known as, as Hansen's disease. And with that disease, it really, as it progresses, affects your nerves, especially the nerves in your limbs. Many of you may know from reading the Old Testament, it can also make the skin very white. There's that miracle that God did with Moses. Well, here's where I should have studied up on this. It's either his sister or his wife. And Aaron, when they stuck their hand in their cloak and pulled it out and it was white, leprous white. So that's what lepers did to the skin, just deteriorated it. So sometimes the limbs would fall off because there were no nerve endings and injuries would happen or infection would happen. This would also affect the nose and it may fall off or cave in. So you can imagine, pretty nasty to look at. So, back in Jesus' day, when anybody had leprosy, came around, they had to identify themselves. I'm unclean. I'm unclean. I'm unclean. So no good Jew would come in contact with an unclean person. Awful existence, huh? Not only were these men lepers... They were from Samaria. And I have a good friend at the nursing home. His name is uh, Cy. Cy's a big Yankees fan. And I like to explain to Cy, when it comes to Jews and Samaritans, it's like Yankees and Red Sox fans. You just don't associate. Back to first, verse 12, Luke chapter 17. As Jesus was going into a village, ten men who had leprosy met him. They stood at a distance and called out in a loud voice, Jesus, Master, have pity on us. When he saw them, he said, Go, show yourselves to the priests. And as they went, they were cleansed. Now Jesus said, Go, show yourselves to the priest. Because when someone was healed or cleansed, that's what you did, according to Leviticus chapter 13 or 14. Healed on the way. How many were there in verse 12? Ten men who had leprosy. Verse 15, one of them, When he saw he was healed, came back, 
praising God in a loud voice. He threw himself at Jesus' feet and thanked him. And he was a Samaritan. So I guess I don't know if all ten were Samaritans, but we know this guy was. Jesus asked, were not all ten cleansed? Where are the other nine? Was no one else found to return and give praise to God except this foreigner? So if someone doesn't send you a thank you or say thank you for all you're due, I guess you're in good company. Jesus knows what that felt like. So don't take it too personally. Then he said to him, Rise and go. Your faith has made you well. One out of ten. That's like ten percent. It's not very good. <laughs> but I guess I can relate with the other nine. Asking God for what I need. Getting it. Saying thank you but moving on so quickly I don't overflow with thankfulness. And there are so many reasons to overflow. Matt Redman likes to sing there's 10,000 reasons. So many reasons to overflow with thankfulness. And as we take a moment for communion this morning, God bless you. These allergies, I tell you. As we take communion this morning, in this moment, be thankful. Remember. All that He's done for you. What He's doing for you now. Make it very personal. Because He's a personal God like that. He's done things for you that He hasn't done for me. And He's done things for me He hasn't done for you. Of course, we all remember the sacrifice. Because without His shed blood and His broken body, we couldn't have this relationship we have with God. Remember that, but also all that He's done for you. May we be known as people who don't expect to thank you, but overflow with thanksgiving. Thank you for taking the time to listen. If this podcast is helpful to you, please rate us on iTunes or like our page, Springwater Church the Nazarene on Facebook. Have a great day and Lord bless.